Hi, I'm Biz. And I'm Teresa. Due to the pandemic, we bring you One Bad Mother straight from our homes, including such interruptions as children, animal noises, and more. So let's all get a little closer while we have to be so far apart. And remember, we are doing a good job. This week on a special Labor Day bonus episode of One Bad Mother, we present the first ever Woo-tacular! Woo! For many years now, we have celebrated our geniuses and fails. Be it the bookends of summer or the winter holidays, we have danced in the lights of the genius fail spectaculars. When the pandemic came, we focused on our geniuses. And now, as uncertainty reigns and scheduling conflicts arise, we bring you a very special bonus Labor Day back to school. Holy shit, we are living through a historic pandemic one bad mother wootacular. Guys, everything's crazy, but we love you. <laughs> uh, I know that Labor Day is usually a genius fail spectacular, but given that everything is so nuts these days and how much joy, pure joy, I have been getting from listening to the calls and coming upon all the woos that I thought maybe what we needed was just a big old check-in. So what we're going to do today is we are going to woo together. We're going to check in. We're going to remember that we are all doing an amazing job and we deserve a little bonus show this week just because. So let's see what happens. Hello, I'm leaving a woo and an update. Woo! woo! I am getting by. <laughs> Used to our COVID routine, but thoroughly panicked about my daughter's socialization because she hasn't seen another child in four months. <sighs> which is a lot. I don't know when she'll be able to see another child. And that's freaking me out a bit. But otherwise, the thing that I thought seemed impossible months ago, spending all of my time as a stay-at-home parent locked in a house with a one-year-old, is actually entirely possible. <laughs> and I have not even lost my mind. I hope you all are feeling the same way as far as not having lost your mind. You're doing a great job. You're doing a great job, too. Thank you for checking in. <laughs> You're right. This was possible. <laughs> I mean, whatever that looks like, it's possible. I, I also did not think I would get through summer. And here's a little, little check-in secret. Summer flew by, <laughs> and it actually didn't feel as stressful as it normally does. I don't know why. <laughs> I do not understand how having everybody in the house all summer 
proved less stressful than when we had activities and I had alone time. The science doesn't match up, but like it turns out it was possible. It was possible. Anything's possible, as they say. And yeah, the whole like, will my children ever see another child (laughs) is like, it's really, it's really hard. And because at all ages, there are definitely developmental stages that relate to seeing others. And whether your kid's one, four, eight, or a teen, or a grown-ass person living in your house, they really need to interact with others their same age. So you're doing amazing. Thank you for reminding us that anything is possible. This is a woo? Woo! Woo! That's harder than I thought. Um, (laughs) Yes. So doing fine. I keep forgetting to, my big self-care was to put my fizzy water into the refrigerator. So it was cold by the time I got to it, and I keep forgetting to do that. So I'm going to do that now, even though it's 30. All right. Thank you so much for all you do. Bye. <laughs> I like that this started with a question. Uh, this is a woo? It was a woo. You wooed very well. Thank you so much for wooing. <laughs> And yeah, sometimes it's the simple things that make us the... I'm with you. I do the same thing. I have something nice for myself to drink, and I forget to put it in the fridge. And then it comes time for me to want to drink it, and I'm like, ah, I can't drink it! Again, not the hardest of problems that we're all facing right now. (laughs) But still a total pain in the ass. You are doing amazing. Thank you so much for checking in. I am doing a great job at this exact moment. If I were to call Polly back in like five minutes, I'll probably be doing a horrible job. But (laughs) my two-year-old just wanted to help fold laundry. And you know how that goes. So I gave him a big pile of dirty laundry to fold in a basket. And he felt like he was helping and he wasn't messing up on my clean piles, which drives me nuts. So... Woo for me right now. I'm doing a great job. But again, I might call back in about five minutes with an epic failure. Uh, Thanks for all you do. And I could not fathom this quarantine without this podcast. Bye. (laughs) I now want to hear you call back with a with a fail woo. Woo. You are genius. Look at that, guys. We had a genius hidden inside a woo. I, that actually really is genius, having the kid fold the dirty stuff. Because, yeah, uh, you are doing such an amazing job. And that's what woos are all about, guys. Wooing in the moment when we need to woo the most, right? Little victories. Go reward yourself with a fizzy soda or water that you forgot to go put in the fridge. (laughs) You're doing great. Woo! I'm not okay. <laughs> I mean, I'll be okay, and everyone will be okay, but I'm not okay. <laughs> I don't know how to work from home and homeschool my fifth grader and homeschool my second grader and keep my two-and-a-half-year-old busy and run a farm and find time to be a wife and a person and 
how to do the things even semi-decent. And because of my current level of, I don't fucking know, I just <laughs> keep panic adding more things. Um, and I wouldn't say that that's probably the best solution. Um, but like in the moment, they just feel like maybe they will bring me joy and feel good and be what I need them to be. And so I just keep doing it to myself. I just keep adding things to my plate. And now in four weeks, I have to have surgery on my dominant hand on both my wrist and my thumb. And it's going to put me in a cast for six weeks. And I have... 160 chickens and four horses and two bunnies and two dogs and seven cats and 3,000 square feet of vegetable garden that I'm supposed to be canning to feed my family and and a job that requires typing. And I don't know how I'm going to do any of it. I don't know how I'm going to do anything. And I'm supposed to start homeschooling my kids in four weeks and I will have just had surgery. And also homeschooling is fucking expensive guys like it doesn't have to be but if you're looking for the path of least resistance that offers you the most things put together in one package that you don't have to hunt down and put together yourself it's expensive and what i need is something that is put together and handed to me in a package that i can just teach and it's expensive for two kids to homeschool with that type of thing and i don't know how i'm gonna make that work especially because i don't even know if i'm gonna have a job that much longer because I work in international student exchange, y'all. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know how well that's going this year? Well, it's not. Um, I'm trying, and I'm trying to stay upbeat, and I'm trying to keep up with the latest news and the recommendations and still make it work. So, like, yeah, it'll be all right. I will be fine. I will figure it out. We will make our way through it. But, like, right at this very second, I'm not doing so hot. I don't know how it's going to work. And it will, because it has to, and so I'll make it work, but I don't know how. So, anyway, that was my woo, and that is how I'm doing. And you said keep it under two minutes, and I'm at 324, so <laughs> I'm sorry. <sighs> okay, y'all are doing a great job. Just what makes that little lat think he kick on that rubber tree plant? <laughs> Everyone knows that ants can't climb a rubber tree plant, but he's got high, high hopes. <laughs> God, you may use as much time as you fucking need, madam. That was the most epic check-in I've, I've ever heard, ever. I think I might know why you're feeling overwhelmed. <laughs> Madam, that is so much. I have to keep calling you madam because I respect you so much. You're like madam president. Like that is, <laughs> you are president. You are president of all the things. And I, uh, I don't even know what to say other than can I like make you a meal and like have it delivered to you? <laughs> because I hope you're not also trying to cook. The canning, the farm, the, like, animals, the animals. I love that you were like, well, I'm going to have to have a cast on my dominant hand. I've got a bazillion chickens. <laughs> I just, 
There is nothing more to say, but I hope you call back and check in often because uh, I think we all want to know how you're doing. All right. You're doing an amazing job. I totally get the whole piling on the list. I am a person who does that too. The, you know what? I'll add one more activity, one more project, one more thing because being busy makes me feel good. And sometimes the surgeries or the things that happen to us that actually have to make us stop ugh, are also good for us. Yuck, boo. But I, I get it. You are, you're remarkable. God damn, you are remarkable. <laughs> Woo! I feel like a psychopath. I'm <laughs> driving down the highway. I just left work. And I have a mini fridge strapped into the back of one of my seats. And my one-year-old strapped on the other back seat. <laughs> Our refrigerator broke several days ago, so when I get home, I get to transfer all of the food that hasn't spoiled into this mini fridge. Uh, I've been back to work for two weeks, Monday through Wednesday, and my mother is watching my one-year-old. It's been weird, but it's been okay. It's nice to get out of the house. And our three-year-old is back at daycare as of two weeks ago. But she's thrilled to go back. We're both a little worried and guilty about having her back, but she's happy. We're all just kind of rolling with it and uh, trying to keep on keeping on. But this is so weird and uh, definitely not back to normal, even though I am going back to work a couple days a week. Love the show. It was nice to woo with you. Bye. Woo to you. I got to tell you, I mean, a lot of what you were talking about is like the whole sense of normalcy, like walking through all of this weirdness, doing all the normal actions is very disorienting when you know it's not normal. And I see that and I see you, but I also kind of want to talk about the fridge because, oh my God, it's already hard when the things that we rely on break. <laughs> like it always seems to happen when you, like there's no good time for your fridge to break, guys. There's there's no good time. But right now it is a particularly hard time because you have to go out and solve that problem and make those decisions of, am I going to go look for a new fridge? Am I going to go look for a part-time solution? Am I going to do that in person or online? Oh my God, why did so many people buy fridges right now? Why can't I buy a fridge? Right? Like there are both of our cars. Well, my car is dead. It doesn't drive anymore. It stopped driving like months ago. And Stefan's car uh, has no air conditioning. <laughs> That died a couple months ago. And it's like, well, do we fix it? Do we not? I mean, we're not going anywhere. We are all working from home. Is it worth spending the money? Blah, blah, blah. So like, I salute you driving down the road with a mini fridge strapped in to the backseat of your car. And I 
now will assume every person I see with some sort of appliance strapped to their car inside or out as being somebody who's doing the most amazing job in the moment. You're doing a really good job. Thank you so much for checking in. I love this so much. Hannah, let's just only do check-ins for the rest of our lives. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Well, it's day 9,627,000 uh, of this pandemic, and I have been home for the entirety of it in Portland, Oregon, where things are ramping up on the streets. Um but me and my three-year-old and my 10-month-old have been staying home pretty much all day every day since this whole thing started. And um, I'm going a little insane. My husband is an essential worker, and he has gone almost every day now for most of the day. And um, I was super creative at the beginning, <laughs> and I am not creative anymore. Before, <laughs> there were grand plans that I got, you know, ready the night before and now <laughs> I basically let my kids play in a dirty bucket of water that I left out overnight so that's where we're at but um the show keeps me going and I love you guys and I love all the parents out there who are doing their best and I see you all and we got this uh dirty bucket of water it was my college band I'm just kidding <laughs> Dirty bucket. I now only want to see on Pinterest whole boards committed to dirty bucket of water play. It sounds very Montessori. I think you're a genius. You're doing an amazing job. A hundred and well, like maybe in the next like Parents Magazine, there could be a hundred and one ways to use a dirty bucket of water. <laughs> sounds like you prepared something overnight to me. You're doing an amazing job. You really. <laughs> just love I think what I like about these calls is just the like the raw honesty of where we all kind of are like with that sort of hysterical little bit of wooing and laughter I mean the woo is also just us being sort of hysterically denying anything that might be really going on <laughs> so I love this like <laughs> I was creative I mean I had grand plans and now that's just gone that is just not happening. Oh, yeah, I'm with you. I am so with you. You are doing a remarkable job giving up. I am not doing well. I am not okay. I am not hanging in there. I am so sick of this fucking <laughs> pandemic. And I want it to be over. And the way that my not okayness manifests itself is through anger. I am so angry. At everything and everyone, I'm angry at my husband for not doing enough and for needing to be let around the nose to, <laughs> like, notice that something needs to be cleaned or dusted or whatever, or that a child needs attention or whatever. I'm angry at other people for denying science and <laughs> for pretending like there's 
it's a big conspiracy and not taking it seriously. I am angry at our government for not doing enough to protect us. I'm just, I'm just angry. I'm angry at myself because I'm not doing all the amazing things that I thought I would be doing during this pandemic. I'm just so frustrated and angry and sad. And that's just how my sadness manifests itself a lot of the times. It's just anger because I can't control it. And it's in the hands of other people. And I'm doing everything that I can for myself and for my family and for my community. And I'm wearing a mask and I'm doing all the things that I'm supposed to do. And I can't control other people's choices. And I'm not working and I'm used to working full time and I lost my job because of the pandemic and I, I'm not good at being a stay at home mom and I'm angry at myself for that and it just sucks and I'm not okay and I feel like I'm not doing a great job, but you are doing a great job. We are all doing a great job. So thank you for the podcast. Um, it is a touchstone in my life. Uh, so thank you, thank you, thank you, and my best to all of you, and uh, sending love to Teresa, and um, thanks, Biz, for the Buffett videos on Instagram. <laughs> Bye. Take care. Bye. That woo was the woo felt around the world. Of course you're not doing okay. <laughs> That's okay that you're angry. Anger and sadness are part of this process that we're going through with this pandemic. There is loss that has happened, be it emotional loss, be it loss of jobs, loss of routine, loss of loved ones. This is, anger is part of that, okay? And you're already doing a good job by even acknowledging it, okay? I hear you. We're all at home together spending more time than we may or may not want to. We have said it on the show before. What is happening in many homes is the disproportionate balance of presidential duties. (laughs) And they weren't a big deal before, but they're a big deal now. Right. And yeah, I'm with you. I don't like having to remind all the one of the things I used to say to Stefan was, I feel like I am being forced to become a nag. And I don't want to be forced to become a nag. My it does not bring me joy to have to ask you these things. I need you to partner with me to help. Right. And uh, the people denying the science and the comfort of a good old-fashioned conspiracy theory is enough to make all of us want to jump out of a window and fly far, far away to an island where silence is celebrated, okay? All of these things. And the reality of, like, discovering maybe you're not the best at-home parent, there's so much guilt tied to that because as women or as identifying female caregivers, we are really told from the beginning that this is supposed to be second nature, first nature, that this is supposed to be something that we want, 
that we love, that we're naturally equipped to do. And and one of the reasons I started this podcast was because I was really struggling with that. I did it did not come natural. It did not I did not find great joy in that. I find a hell of a lot more joy now that they are older kids. Okay. And the guilt associated with that is real, but you are not doing a bad job because you don't like it. (laughs) I mean, you're not. You are actually doing a remarkable job getting through this. And, you know, thank you. Thank you for checking in. And God, thank you for the most amazing woo I think we've had to date. You're remarkable. Woo! That is the quiet woo because everyone in my house except me is sleeping. It's two children and one husband. Uh, everybody's taking a nap. Yeah, so woo! Um, I love the show so much uh, and I am doing okay. I'm doing okay. Good enough. <laughs> Um, in part because I recently started going for a drive by myself and listening to the show. Um, that helps immensely. Yeah, we are making it. We are making it. Um, I love the show. I love you, Biz and Teresa. I love you, other OBM people. Um, you guys are doing such a good job. Biz and Teresa, you're both doing a great job, and thank you for everything that you do. It really means a lot, um, and having this show to listen to since I became a parent. I can't tell you how much it's meant to me just to know that I'm not alone and to have you guys telling me I'm doing a good job and having the space to to talk about parenting and just to have you understand. We started listening um, when my son, who's now four, was a little baby and I was uh, starting to go a little bananas at home on maternity leave by myself. And, And it just saved me. So thank you so much. Thank you. You're doing an amazing job. You know, I think sometimes we think that the the emotional stress and hard hardness of, of parenting ends as they get older. But I think some of my even harder times were when the kids were like three and four. Right. And I think I kept getting so surprised by how hard every year was, (laughs) every year was, you know, and you're doing such a remarkable job. And it is so important to remember you are not alone. None of us are alone. This is hard. And we do not have to listen to the voices that tell us it's supposed to be easy or that something is wrong with us if we do not find it easy. And I'm not saying that for some people 
It isn't easy. I, I for some people the the like balance of joy versus stress shifts and tilts and and is higher one day and not the other. Like that's also important to remember. There are days where we all probably feel like we're awesome. Like we should be doing this every day. <laughs> we nailed it. <laughs> and then the next day it's like, oh my God, I used to chain smoke cigarettes and be like so cool and do things that I enjoyed whenever I wanted. Smoking's not cool, guys. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Uh, it was different days, man. Uh, and you're like, well, how did, how did I, who let me be a parent, right? <laughs> so who let kids in this house? And I just think, I just see you. And I feel that overwhelming feeling of, I can't believe this, this is my life. And everybody is doing a remarkable job. You're doing such a remarkable job and you are not alone. woo check-in you're right you are more resilient I think I think this is sort of what I was talking about at the beginning of the show where I was like (laughs) how did summer go so fast right like I I was really expecting it to be different and it was different in that we actually got through it and it was okay and I think I I'm so glad that you're giving yourself the space to recognize that you are doing a good job. And, you know, yeah, look at us. Six months have passed. (laughs) We're still here wooing, sometimes quiet woos, sometimes loud, long, exaggerated, maybe somebody should call somebody whiz, and just victorious whiz, and sad whiz, guys. You know, none of us are all supposed to be on the same page all the time. But when we have the days where we recognize that we are doing a good job, and that we are good parents, 
and that we are doing the best that we can under the circumstances that we are presented with the families that we have, <laughs> that, that, that that should be acknowledged. You're, you're doing a really good job. Hello, One Bad Mother. Woo! I'm calling to tell you how I am doing, which is <laughs> sort of, kind of, okay, but not really. <laughs> um, my husband and I are very lucky. We can work from home. Our kid wasn't going to daycare in the first place. And there are a lot of things that have changed for other people who that have not changed for us. That said, um, our three-year-old's having a really rough time with the inability to play with his friends anytime he wants to. Uh, and he's having lots of challenges with just feeling sad, feeling angry, feeling like when he does get a chance to play with his friends that he shouldn't go near them. And I think pretty typical stuff for right now. Where we're really having a hard time, the hardest time is just uh, preparing for this to go on inevitably. Um, when it was a few weeks, a few months, that was fine. But now when we're trying to plan for life and we're just planning through the end of the year, because we don't want to think any farther than that, can't think any farther than that, um, that's really tough. That, that's just really tough to imagine a whole winter living in an area where it's too cold to play outside, in our house, not going in other people's houses, not going in any kind of place to play. Um, that's really tough right now. But in general, we're doing okay. And a lot of that, I give credit to you guys because uh, – we get to listen to how everybody else is doing, and we know that we're about the same level of not okay as a lot of other people. That's kind of it at the moment. Sort of okay, not really. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> oh, yes. This is also possibly a mantra for 2020. Sort of okay, but not really. <laughs> You're doing a remarkable job, and you know what? You're right. There, there's so many different layers to the experiences we're all having at the moment, and one of those layers is trying to help our kids navigate not being able to be the social creatures that they might be or to have these sort of touchstones that they're used to, you know? I mean, even at two and three, both my kids had the touchstones of like children's museums or parks, or, you know, every week we go and do this park, or we go on this walk, or we do this thing. And those things just aren't available the way that they were. And I think, there's also that mental space that we all have in the back of our minds right now of where is this going? How long is this going to go? We have lived with a sort of fairy tale narrative that everything is fixed fast <laughs> around here. 
Do you want a package? It can come to you tomorrow if you would like it to. Do you need to talk to somebody? You get to talk to them right away. You get to email them right away. You can't, you don't have to fax shit and wait around for that. You just take a picture. Boom, done, right? Like, you know, I we are not a patient people <laughs> because we've been told we don't have to be that patient. And there are really wonderful, that's wonderful in so many ways, but it makes times like this that are completely out of our control on historic levels really difficult to get our heads around and best know how to get through it. No one wants to think about three months from now, six months from now. I, None of us, none of us. And that like, I have those like wistful moments of, I cannot believe I let children into my house six months ago. I miss having their friends over and the house being full of kids and, you know, letting kids go to the bathroom if they need to in the house, right? Like if we have a hangout and like my kids are all like wiping down toys if they're swapping or wanting to look at things with their, we have like one or two friends that we like their kids come over because we've got a porch, we've got the space to let them be socially distanced, but it's weird. So I hear you and I get it. And you are doing a really great job. Woo! That was fun. <laughs> so the world's been kind of a shit storm <laughs> lately, but today I feel pretty good. So I felt like, I needed that woo to celebrate. My husband and I have been setting boundaries with our parents because we don't have the same morals as they do, I guess. Um, I'm completing my training at work, even doing during a pandemic. So I just, I don't know. I feel pretty good. Hence the woo. So thank you for giving me the opportunity to woo about it. You guys are doing a great job. Bye. Yeah, woo about it. You got to woo about it. You're doing a good job. That boundary one with your own parents, woo. That is something specific. <laughs> we got to find an expert to come on and talk about that one. Yeah, that's amazing. And continuing your training, even during a pandemic, I think... That's amazing. This always makes me think of things like the, you know, I can, anything you could do, I can do better. That old song, anything you could do, I could do better. I could do it, right? And when I had the, when my kids were babies, when they were infants, I remember like wandering through the house, holding them, being like, no one is here to see the fact that I can make a cappuccino with one hand while holding a baby. I can open this laundry machine with my feet. I like, like all of these things that I could do with a baby. And now I feel like it's like, I can do that with a baby in a pandemic, standing on my head in high heels while breastfeeding, right? Like, I just, you're incredible. You're incredible. Everybody's doing an incredible job. You're, ah, good job. I'm calling this a woo and a chicken. Okay, ready? Woo! Uh, 
This is Vanessa in Connecticut. I am still quarantining with my family since March. It is now the end of July, and I'm here with a baby, a toddler, and a grade schooler, and my husband, and sometimes my mother-in-law, and that's it. And the house is a mess, and we're doing it, and it usually sucks, but you guys are awesome. Thank you for everything you do. Hang in there. Bye. Yeah, house is a mess. Yeah, ha- oh my God. Guys, uh, good job if your house is clean. And good job if your house is a mess. I'm trying to figure out the weird witchcraft behind me cleaning a room. And then moments later, uh, it being covered in dust and Legos. And I think it's because we're here all the time. shitting and that's gross so here's to having a dirty house and not having cold drinks (laughs) to enjoy and dirty buckets of water and all of these things you're doing a very good job even when you're not i have a genius Uh, when you are doing the dishes in front of a window that leads to outside and your little three-year-old wants to play water gun, you can paint a target on the window so from the inside so that he shoots at it and you can watch him and do the dishes at the same time because parenting means that sometimes doing the dishes is as much escapism as you can get. Anyway, everyone's doing a great job. Bye. Man, there's no way better to end a wootacular than with a genius. Here, there are so many different ways I thought this genius was going to go. Like, I thought maybe when you're doing the dishes and you're standing in front of a window, just jump through it. Just (laughs) hurl your body out and keep running and never look back. Or uh, open that window and throw every dirty dish just out the window. Just throw them out. Or we painted a target on the window and gave my child a BB gun so that we could do like a, like a, what is that? Duck shoot kind of thing. It's not a duck. You're shooting pucks and you throw them and they shoot them in the air. Also good survival a trick for a pandemic, I suppose. But you know what? Painting a target and letting your kid hose it down from the outside is actually genius. You are doing an amazing job. The joy and love and victories and <laughs> acceptance of this wootacular has made me so very happy. What did we learn today, guys? We learned that wooing may be an essential part of parenting. I understand the woo is not for everyone. (laughs) From the very beginning of the show, some people were like, we're just not even going to listen because of the woo. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough, guys. (laughs) It is its own thing. But now, so many years in, I think I finally really and truly understand the woo. And I I think that it is about that sort of like 
blissful, I'm going to dance my way through this problem, even if I'm going to just tap my way right through people (laughs) throwing water balloons at me uh, with this big, happy, crazy smile on my face because I can't (laughs) actually sit in it right now. I can't like let my parenting is so much about like having to hold it in and get through the moment uh, and then let it out later. And the woo is all of those things, I think, maybe. Uh, Or it's just a sign that we're all going crazy. But for me today, the woo brought joy. It brought camaraderie. And I, I really appreciate you guys. It's a weird, it is weird to continue making the show. And it's really weird doing it without Teresa And I appreciate Hannah so much. I feel like we are finding a groove uh, with the show now. And it means a lot that the show is still doing what we always wanted the show to do, which is just to remind us we're not alone. This is really hard. And that we're doing a good job. I mean, by by realistic standards, not by absurd, crazy, storybook, TV, Pottery Barn catalog standards, by real standards, right? We got up, we did it, we went to bed, got up, and we did it again. So I think the best way to end this very special One Bad Mother Labor Day first ever Wootacular is to take a moment, Breathe in and let's all woo together. Woo! Yeah! I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. We'd like to thank Max Fun, our producer, Hannah Smith, our husbands, Stephen Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org slash OneBadMother. For information about live shows, our book, and press, please check out OneBadMotherPodcast.com. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, go to MaximumFun.org slash donate. Well, Daddy, baby, bus and I got thrown down mama Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.